This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sports Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 14th of September. In your sport today, David Warner opens up on his leadership ban. Jared Berry is free to play in the AFL prelims. Caitlin Moran is sanctioned for her Queen comments. And Australia's winning start at the Davis Cup. This is your sport today. We're right in the middle of the men's footy finals, but we're leading today with cricket because David Warner says he's ready to talk to Cricket Australia about overturning his lifetime captaincy ban. And Luce, there might be a position ready for him if that ban does get lifted. Yeah, the one-day team does need a skipper these days now that Aaron Finch has retired. But the context here is that Warner was banned from playing elite cricket for a year and handed a lifetime captaincy ban of Australian teams by Cricket Australia for his involvement in the sandpaper scandal against South Africa in 2018. But Warner says his role as the face of the players during the collective bargaining agreement standoff in 2017 was factored into his lifetime ban by the CA board. It's the first time we've heard Warner I say that, but he says now there's almost a completely new board and that he's willing to talk about his ban. Yeah, he does say there's a lot of water to go under the bridge. Uh, Warner has been backed by Finch and Test Captain Pat Cummins to have that lifetime ban overturned. And Finch says Warner would do a great job as the one-day captain, but the person who could be standing in Warner's way is in fact Pat Cummins. Yeah, and Cummins was standing next to him yesterday when Warner was speaking about this. Reports say Cummins will be offered the one-day captaincy, but Cummins has said that captaining too many teams would be unrealistic. Fast bowlers are more prone to injury and need more rest, which could lead to missing games. Cummins, Warner, Steve Smith, Mitch Marsh and Alex Carey are seemingly the main contenders. The thing is, Warner's captaincy record is pretty good. He captained Australia 12 times in 50-over and T20 cricket for 11 wins and won the Indian Premier League as captain in 2016. He says he brings a lot to the table as a leader, but he's got to get that ban overturned first. Yep. First things first, get that ban overturned. Uh, and time is kind of ticking here because the next one day World Cup is about 12 months away in India. So you might hear a decision on the new one day captain pretty soon. To Rugby League now, Newcastle Knights NRLW Indigenous star Caitlin Moran is set to be suspended for a match and cop a big fine over a social media post she made about the Queen's death last Friday. Luce, what are the details here? So as we know, Queen Elizabeth II died last Friday morning our time and later that morning Moran posted a pic of the Queen on Instagram celebrating her death and calling her a dumb dog. The NRL Integrity Unit investigated and found Moran had breached the NRLW's code of conduct so she was handed a proposed suspension of one match and a fine of 25% of her salary. But she'll keep the money unless she missteps again in the next 12 months. Moran's coach Ronald Griffith said on Sunday the relationship between Indigenous people and the monarchy is a complicated one. First Nations people have said the focus on the monarchy has opened up old wounds around the colonisation of Australia more than 200 years ago. Yeah, this is a very complex issue. Uh, Moran can appeal the sanction. She has five days to do so before the night's next game against the Dragons on Sunday. 
Switching to AFL now, and the Brisbane Lions have had an early win. They headed their preliminary final against minor premiers Geelong on Friday night. Jared Berry is free to play after getting his one match suspension for dangerous eye contact overturned at the tribunal last night, Loose. This is a big boost for the Lions because Barry was one of the best on ground in the upset win over Melbourne last Friday night. Barry was initially charged with intentional contact to the eye region of Melbourne's Clayton Oliver when the two players got into a pretty heated scuffle on the ground. Brisbane called up Barry's former teammate and triple premiership Hawthorne captain Luke Hodge and traumatic brain injury specialist Damien Amato as witnesses and they convinced the tribunal that Barry was trying to protect himself with instinctual flailing movements rather than intentionally going for Oliver's eyes. Big result that for the Lions. Uh, As we said, they've got Geelong on Friday night in the prelims. The winner of that goes through to the grand final. A big weekend of footy starts tomorrow night, not with the AFL or NRL, but with the Wallabies. They're playing the All Blacks and Loose. They've made bulk changes from the team that lost to the Springboks a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, eight changes in all from the side that lost 24-8 to eight to South Africa in Sydney. The biggest change comes in the halves. Bernard Foley will play his first test in three years. He's coming in for fly half Noah Lalesio, who has been ruled out with concussion. Foley hasn't played since the 29th World Cup in Japan, but at 33 years old and with 71 test caps, he brings plenty of experience to the team. He'll have a familiar face in the halves with him. Former New South Wales teammate Jake Gordon comes in for Nick White. Coach Dave Rennie has also made big changes to the forward pack because this is a must-win game for the Wallabies. Lose and they're pretty much out of the rugby championship race and there'll be no Bledisloe Cup for a 20th year. Stakes are high, loose. I repeat, the stakes are high. I've put a link to the full team in the show notes so you can check out all the changes. The match at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne starts at 7.45pm tomorrow night. You can watch it on Channel 9 and Stand Sport. Today's trivia question brought to you by the Union Live app. Download that one for your rugby union live scores, news and stats. When was the last time Australia played the All Blacks in Melbourne? Help us out here, loose. Well, in this year, we saw a Prime Minister leadership spill. There's been a few of those lately, Luce. Uh, doesn't quite narrow it down too much. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. Yesterday, we said Australia's first Davis Cup match was going to be against France on Thursday. Bad news is it was, in fact, last night against Belgium. Sorry, that's how bad. But the good news is Australia won. Yeah, it's very good news for the Aussies over there in Hamburg, Germany. Alex Dimonor and Jason Kubler won their singles matches and Matt Ebden and Max Purcell won the doubles to beat Belgium 3-0 overnight. That's about as perfect a start team captain Leighton Hewitt could have asked for and this is the group stage of the Davis Cup. The way it works is there are four groups of four nations. Each nation plays each other once and the top two from each group advance to the quarters. No Nick Kyrgios for the Aussies, but they haven't missed him just yet. Nope. So far, so good for Australia. They'll now play France tomorrow night. That one's on from around 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can watch it on 9 Gem, 9 Now, Foxtel and KO. 
One of the great innovations in modern sports broadcasting has been miking up the athletes. You get a real sense of what it's like being out there with them. Well, Queensland Rugby League applied that to a group of under seven kids playing their first game of tackle rugby league. And Luce, it might just be about the best thing I've ever seen. (laughs) The best thing ever and probably the cutest thing ever (laughs) as well. A handful of kids on different teams in the Ipswich and Brisbane Junior Rugby League comps were miked up and the results, as we mentioned, are truly amazing. (laughs) One kid is cracking jokes like, what do you call a porcupine and a tortoise? A (laughs) slowpoke. Another kid is making his own sound effects as he fends off tackles and the general reactions of the kids making tackles is just absolute gold. (laughs) Who knows? The next Cameron Smith or Ali Brigginshaw might be one of those kids. (laughs) It's so good, Luce. Uh, The kid with the mullet does look like he might have a future Mm -hmm. in footy, so keep an eye out for him. Uh, I've, of course, put a link to the video in the episode notes. It'll make your day. Time for Catch This, and we have saved the biggest news until last. Uh, Our very own Lucy Watkin is now an award-winning podcast host. Luce, your AFLW podcast, Credit With The Girls, won the Best Podcast Award at the AFL Media Awards last night. Congrats. Thank you very much. It's very nice recognition for the work we do on Credit To The Girls, me and Sarah Black. So it was a really exciting night. Yeah, check it out. If you love sport today, you'd love Credit With The Girls. You just hear more of Lucy, which is exactly what you want on this show as well. (laughs) Uh, All right, before we go, the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by the Union Live app. When was the last time the Wallabies played the All Blacks in Melbourne? Lucy said there was a leadership spill that year. Doesn't quite narrow it down, but what year was it? Yeah, there seem to be a few of those every couple of years around this time, and this one was in 2010. Yeah, 2010 at Docklands slash Marvel Stadium. New Zealand won 49 to 28. So not great memories for the Wallabies against New Zealand in Melbourne. Uh, let's see if they can turn it around tomorrow. Uh, all right, that is us done for today. Luce is going to go and shine that trophy. <laughs> we'll be back with you tomorrow. We'll catch you then.